Hello and welcome to the 1106 of a Second Photography Podcast. I need to remind you that very soon the Apple Podcast link on SoundCloud won't work because I'll be moving providers. So please do resubscribe to the Apple Podcast link in the description below just to keep updated and not lose any episodes. So this episode is called Has Instagram Killed Portfolio Websites? So Instagram is hugely popular and everyone has an Instagram account apart from me. I, I don't have one and I don't use one. And before Instagram came along and still now you can get portfolio websites. So I use a portfolio website and it has a sort of casting element within it and I use that for doing fashion and portrait shoots. But photographers might want to have their own portfolio website and the advantage of using your own portfolio website is it enables you to very quickly and easily build a website that's public facing people can look at and find whatever they need so these were very popular a few years ago so the, i'm talking about things like squarespace Flickr, smug mug Senfolio. there are probably many many more and the advantage of using these is you don't have to know coding you don't have to do your own hosting you just pay a one-off fee per month or per year and you have a very professional looking website you can of course build your own website and i've certainly built my own website for this podcast 160spp.com now instagram is very popular instagram is going to be optimized for mobile it is a huge worldwide platform that everyone's using probably the key thing is it's free it's simple it is a social media site in its own right and it's easy to tag your images instagram has unlimited storage so everyone seems to be using instagram with instagram you can also add video little short clips and you can do something called instagram stories i think there's instagram tv what are the downsides of using Instagram? Well, the resolution isn't very high. You might want much more control than Instagram gives you. Instagram is very simple. Things are very simple. You don't have very much control over them. Let's talk about a more traditional portfolio website. So the more traditional portfolio website, you've got much more control. You can pick your templates. You can upload bigger images and therefore have better resolution. You can also use different aspect ratios. You can sell your images. You can have a blog, you can have as many pages as you want, and you can also have your own specific website, URL or domain name. Not all of them do that. So probably the first to market was Flickr. And Flickr is free, but you're limited to a thousand photos and videos. And Flickr is owned by Yahoo, I think. And Flickr did go through some problems. The package you get for free is a thousand photos. Flickr are also going to show you advertisements with this plan. Now for $3.99 a month, you can have unlimited storage, ad-free, advanced statistics. You can back up your images on your computer to Flickr. And they also provide a range of exclusive discounts. Although to me, that's not, not great, really. Flickr, I, I have a Flickr account. I don't don't really use it there's groups and there's other things in Flickr but I've never been particularly interested in Flickr while I think of it there's nothing to stop you having more than one portfolio site you could have your own website and an Instagram and I'm sure that's what most people do smug mug seems quite good value and has four tiers of package with your basic one, you get your own customizable website and you can have full screen galleries and you can put your images into galleries. And that's another strength of portfolio sites that Instagram doesn't really have. You get unlimited photo uploads. You can password protect folders, galleries, pages on your site. Now that's, that's a big distinguishing feature from Instagram. If you only want specific people to access and view images, a really good thing is to be able to password protect them. So if you want only a specific client to download a set of images, you can put it up there and you can password protect it. And then the control lies with the clients. They can give that password out to people if they want, or they can not do that. And you can easily share images, but 
that's pretty much what you can do on Instagram by sharing a link. One thing that distinguishes it from Instagram is you can order prints and you can produce high quality prints from the website and friends and family can order prints of your images and you also get support which and the support is likely to be better than Instagram. The next version up is called Power and I forgot to say that the basic is $48 a year and power is $72 a year. So you get better with power, you get more templates, you get more than 21 pre-made designs and you can also customize those. You can add in HTML or CSS if you want to. You can protect images and you get your own domain name. The next version up costs $180 and I didn't actually record what its name is, but you get an e-commerce storefront for that and you can fulfill print orders with top labs and you can sell digital photos as downloads and you can sell videos as downloads and you can set the pricing and you keep 85% of it. The pro one is $360 a year and you can create custom price lists, coupons, and you can accommodate pricing very easily. You can group galleries under events for clients and you get branded shipping and you can sell things with branded shipping. Now, of course, with each package, when we go onto a new tier, you get all the features of the previous tier and those ones. So Smug Mug feels quite good. Smug Mug feels like if you wanted to sell things or you wanted to protect things, Smug Mug seems much better than Instagram. Now Zenfolio is a lot cheaper than SmugMug and Zenfolio is a similar price but the basic package is a bit more expensive than SmugMug so it starts at $5 a month so that'd be $60 for the year and I'm sure they do a discount if you buy it all in one go. But you get a structured website, you get blogs, you get galleries, unlimited photos, get your own domain name, there's social integration, you can order prints, private galleries for clients, you can also use music from Triple Scoop Music and there's a Lightroom plugin for uploading. So already it's very similar, but also a little bit different from SmugMug. And you've got different things there. The next package is Pro and that costs $12 a month. You can sell downloads, you can sell prints. It's more customizable. You can stick watermarks in your images, although you'd probably do that in Lightroom. You can share proofs and share images with clients and you get marketing tools. Now, I don't know how good the marketing tools are going to be. I've not looked at them. Sharing proofs and images with clients would be quite good and being able to sell downloads is quite good. And the last one is advanced and this is a really good feature. If you shoot your images against a green screen, then the client can change the background within the website, which is really good. Multiple users can have a login and the selling methods are more advanced. You can have sh include shipping methods, promotion codes and minimum orders. So Zenfolio seems very geared towards professional. Squarespace is probably the biggest player within this market and with Squarespace it costs quite a lot. It's £13 per month and I got pound values. All the other ones gave me dollar values and Squarespace was the only one that gave me my national currency value. So it gave me values in pounds rather than in dollars. And the lowest package is the personal one which is $13 a month. It's actually advertised as £10 per month but when you include taxes it goes up to 13 Now they're up front and they tell you that, which is great. For the personal package, you get unlimited uploads. They say it's mobile friendly, but I would imagine all these website providers are mobile friendly. They give you metrics, you get your domain name, and you get two contributors who can use the account. The next package is business, and you get unlimited contributors. You get an email system built in, you get e-commerce, and you get the ability to be much more customizable of your aesthetics with JavaScript. So really it feels like with Squarespace, they've done it as personal and business. So you can just put your stuff up there for personal or for business, you can sell things. They also do for business a store 
basic store is £24 and the advanced store is £37. And that's really geared at selling things. So what about using your own website? Well, if you use your own website, you have more control than anything. If you build your own website, you're going to have the most amount of control, but you have to build it. If you use WordPress and Drupal, you can get various plugins and services that do a lot of things, but it's going to be an awful lot of trial and error tinkering about and you need some element of tech savviness. I built my own WordPress websites before and it has taken me quite a while to get it to the way I want it. I've not done anything fancy like selling images or downloads in those or areas where people can log on. I think if I was doing a business one I'd probably go for one of the specific providers I mentioned. Wix does a lot of sites and I've looked at mod models own sites that are done by Wix and I think you can get a free version and with the free version it does say Wix all over the place and I think it says Wix in the domain name and URL. So if you want a free and you're not bothered about that then that's probably quite good. Obviously, to remove all the branding and get your own domain name, you've got to pay. I haven't ever looked into Wix. I've looked at Wix sites and I've not particularly been a fan of them. So it's been something I've never considered. But what sort of sites are going to be really good? Well, it really depends. If you're happy with Instagram, stick with Instagram. Like I say, I don't have Instagram and I'm not particularly inclined to use Instagram. The reason being, if I had Instagram, I'd have to commit to doing lots of posts very frequently. And that's just something I've never really wanted to commit to. I feel having an Instagram account would tie me down to posting a lot and take up a lot of my time. Stop me if I'm wrong, but that's that's the way I feel. And that's why it's always put me off having it. Flickr, I have used in the past. And I used when I first got into photography and I stopped using it very quickly. So yeah, I don't think I'd ever take Flickr up again, really. No, I'm just not interested in Flickr. So really, if you were going to use one, which one out of SmugMug, Zenfolio and Squarespace should you use? It really depends on if you want to sell things and what you want to do. Don't forget that all of these providers have free trials and a lot of them have coupon codes as well. So you can get promotional codes to give you 10% off, particularly if a lot of um, YouTubers that are sponsored by Squarespace will give you 10% off if you use their code. Really, you need to consider, are you keen on selling your images? And how feasible is selling your images? Selling your images and particularly selling downloads is a very attractive feature, but how many people are actually going to buy your images. Don't forget for preview ones you'll have to put up quite heavily watermarked image to stop someone just downloading it from your preview. How likely is it that people are actually going to buy your image? You might get one a year, you might be lucky and get a hundred a year, but ultimately you don't know how successful that's going to be. If you're a professional probably you're going to want to have the ability to sell images and to give clients access to those images only and you're going to want to be able to allow clients to see the images and then get prints of which one they want now they all seem to do that but squarespace does seem the most expensive for that out of all the providers you just want to put your work up there with a minimum of fuss and a nice clean template then probably the basic package for any of these providers will do but i had a zenfolio site a long long time ago and i found it quite restrictive i'm sure things have changed since then but i found it quite restrictive simply because i wanted to have my website look a certain way and i was constrained by templates and then things within those templates so it will always look a little bit generic if you use one of these providers but that's that really there's not much you can do about it i would urge you if you want your own website to try out one one of the providers I've mentioned. I'm not affiliated to any of them. This isn't a sponsored episode or anything. I've just picked the big ones to look at and I've included Flickr in there because it was the big one. But I, I won't get any sort of benefit from advertising or mentioning these. But have a go of all of them. See which one you like the best. See how your images appear on them and see what you think. 
I'd love to know how you got on with putting your images on a website. And these days, putting your images out there in the public domain seems to be the thing everyone wants to do, much more than printing them and putting them up in your house. I would always recommend printing them, but that's just me. Do let me know if you picked any and do let me know if you found this podcast helpful. Thank you.